Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. Hanging out with us, my black friend podcast. A very I, I trust said I wasn't gonna be back affiliate. all the 2024, but somehow you pulled me back in. That's you right. Me back. You can't stay away from this nonsense. You can't. Nigga, and I stayed away for a whole can't... year. Wasn't my fault I was gone for a year, but I stayed away for a whole year and somehow you done got me back, bro. It'll never happen again. But speaking of somebody who's coming back, it's a previous guest. You weren't here for this one, but she was here before talking to me and Diva. That is singer, songwriter, actress, whatever you want to call it, host, all these hats. Alora Lovelight is here with us today, Devo. How do you feel about talking to Alora? She got a TV show. She's working on music. How do you feel about talking to Alora? First off, she's just she's literally baby D in real life from Friday, next Friday, because she got a TV show. She got she do music. She she has, she's a basically a social media influencer. She does everything, and she's written a book. It off, by the way. You got to say, please don't know when to kick the door in. They don't know. Don't know when to kick the door in because she might be selling <laughs> dope out the house too, bro. She's she's a super multifaceted, multi talented person. Many hats got her hands in a lot of different things and succeeding at all of them, which is crazy to me. But I need to pick her brain and figure out how she's doing it because. I have trouble just working one fucking job. And she has about so, six. So you brought up a good question. How does she succeed with all that? Well, let's have the conversation and let's find you out. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. What is something that you keep in your car just in case? Uh, fork. Don't at me. Whoa. Wait, what? I need Wait, I need follow we, up there. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. 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 I will at you. I will at you. Yeah, let's uh come out. I got I need yeah. a follow-up here. <laughs> yeah. A fork, y'all y'all never like ordered food and couldn't they didn't give you the right utensils or you was hungry, you needed to eat it right then and there. No, I mean, that's just me. Oh my god, I'm showing my greedy side. Yes. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we got another episode of the radio show ATL. We got the aftermath back and we got a familiar returning guest with us, somebody who's a friend on camera and behind the scenes. Also, the talented Alora Lovelight back on the show. Alora, thank you so much for making the time to come back. It's good to see you. It's good to see you guys. So glad to be here always. Thank you for having me. For sure. Uh, you know, it's been a little bit of a time, you know, a time that had passed since we had spoken before. And in between then, you just decided to just do everything in between then. So it's like talking again. It's like talking for the first time again. But um, so with you having a, a, you know, you're doing your social media influence, you're doing all these other things that people see you doing. Um, when in the world did you have find time to write an ebook, Alora? When when did the time drop in for that? Like, how'd that happen? It didn't. Time is fake. That's so once you realize like time is elusive, it just like when you get um, aligned with your intentions and with um, just like your sole purpose. I think things take 
like the time that things take is all directly related to how tapped in you are. So like it takes us a lot longer to do creative projects because like we we haven't sifted through some shit that we like need to deal with that that will create like if you imagine a radio frequency right um when you're tuning your dial on the radio right old school style you you gotta really fine tune it to get that station to come through where there's not like that crackle right it's like your favorite song's coming on and you eh, gotta tweak it so that's exactly how our creative process is and um we tend to create from a space of just turn on the radio and, and that's good enough um and the last couple like i would say six months i've just been very much um cleaning up my energy cleaning up vibrations dealing with like healing and trauma and everything because i um I, I want to create purposeful art right like i want to create purposeful content i want to create purposeful art um so yeah long story short i just kind of like went through some things last year that just caused like major kind of tearing down of this ideal of like who's a lower love light and really dealing with like what's what's my purpose why am i here um why am i doing interviews why am i doing a tv show why am i doing my music why am i putting content on the internet like what is the purpose and a lot of that comes from like it's hard it's hard it's hard to go through your shit and be like eh, don't love that <laughs> but it makes you a better artist it makes you a better creator it makes you a better radio host it makes you a better podcaster it makes us a better parent it makes us a better everything everything you could imagine the more you get aligned with your self with your intention with your everything the faster that moves and so I just spent kind of the summer really like really hard stuff, you know, like being very honest with myself um, about where I'm at in life, about where I want to be in life, about like, does that matter? <laughs> All of that kind of stuff. Um, and then September, I kind of had a very, very spiritual experience. Um, I've always been a spiritual person, but just like on a much, much deeper level because I'm allowing that to surface and kind of clean out all the crap and so the light of us shines brighter when we get rid of that crap right and so um it, i really this sounds silly and i kind of like hate to see when other people say this but i can relate of like i don't feel like i wrote the book i feel like it just came through me um i read it back and i'm like wow this is this is good <laughs> like <laughs> it, have you done it like we have all kind of had a creative project where we're like okay yeah i did that but not really me um and and that's how the book feels it's called the mindful creative and it's just everything that we're we're talking about right now it's all about giving creative people practical tools these are the programs that i use to make a tv show to edit a tv show to edit social media content like to write copy all of like the actual things that you really really need certain programs, up and coming, AI editing apps, really leading edge um, creative programs that help us like physically create in a, in a really high level way. And then the second half of the, so that's the creative side of the book. And the second half of the book is the mindful side of the book. And just talking about how important it is to tap into our intention and tap into intuition and following that impulse to say, I'm going to email that person or I'm going to book that person, even though I'm like, oh, I don't know if they'll say yes, I'm going to email them. Tapping into all of those things, allowing us to create on, on the highest level possible. So I think I'm just moving into a space of um, really using what I'm learning to help as many creative people express their art, you know? Yeah. It's an extension of your personality, you know, and, and getting to know you, um, you know, a little bit. It's just an extension of who you are because you're naturally like a helpful person, someone who wants to, you know, teach and and and, and things like that. So it, it brings me to something else with the book, Alora, with. So have you gotten some like comments or feedback um, for, on the book 
to be something that helped you? Like, did you find that something somebody told you helped you in a way that you weren't expecting? Like you got some feedback from somebody who's like, man, that's not what I was intending when I wrote this, but I'm glad you interpreted it that way, that type of thing. Hmm, interesting. Um, not that like specifically, but I will say like, as I was writing the book, I was researching, which is like a, <laughs> it sounds so silly, but like, I think that there's like a lost art of, you know, it made me reflect while writing the book. I kind of had a reflection of like, wow, even from such a young age, we're taught to learn enough to pass a test. We're not taught to like really research, really dig in, really figure out. It's like in school, you study just enough. So you pass that test and it's like, yeah. I pass. Okay. I'm good. Like, and, right, exactly. <laughs> next subject, next test. Right. And that's how school is structured. And so, um, I did a lot more research while I was, I did a lot more digging in. Why does this person create like this? Why does this person do this? What is their daily practice? Like really kind of understanding, um, creative processes and these people who are performing at such high levels in creativity. And I will say while writing the book, um that i was tapping into so there's kind of like this trinity of like powerhouse women this last year right like with beyonce and taylor swift and then the barbie movie that just all performed at like insanely high levels and i was like what is it that like is going on with those creative projects why are they doing so well and it really made me understand like people will go to Beyonce's Renaissance and be like, it was so spiritual. Like she's doing that on purpose. <laughs> people don't get that. They're like, wow, that was amazing. Why do I feel like this high? Because she's using colors intentionally. She's using kaleidoscope pictures. You've seen all of the crazy displays and the lights and the this, that's tapping into your brain and opening like it's scientific the way that those things are influencing that we feel connected on a deeper level. Same thing with Taylor Swift. She's using like a lot of tapping into inner child, right? You see all these like 30 year old women, 40 year old women, like in their pink glittery, whatever with their kids, with their daughters. And it's like, she is tapping into something on a deeper level than music, right? Same thing with the Barbie movie. It wasn't just a movie. It was very much about this like, really deep message of Barbie deciding like if she's in the matrix of Barbie land or if she's her own person, that's like very much a spiritual message. So that part of writing the book, I was like, this is fascinating. <laughs> um, and, and learning just so much about like, oh, these people who are having such great success are utilizing these deeper spiritual messages because we're all connected that way. And so whether you understand it or not, somebody like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, um, Greta, or whoever did the movie for Barbie, they are all tapping into that. And they're like, hey, we're tapping you in. You might not know, but we're going to plug you in. Um, and so I learned, I learned a lot. I, I look forward to hearing people's feedback because I think that this book is going to open a very big conversation about people who are doing that, that maybe I don't know, or haven't, you know, we haven't seen their art or heard them or they haven't gotten the recognition that they should. But I, I imagine over the next year, um, that will definitely happen with the book where it's like, hey, did you know this person? They're using these things in the universe and, you know, with their art. And I think the more as creative people, as artists, the more we all start to kind of share that information, the more we can create better. And that's the whole point. Yeah. No, no, it, it, it makes sense. And it shows where your mindset was in trying to uh, create uh, something that people could uh, find purpose in yeah. with you uh, writing this book. So um, just to you know reiterate with that, so the book is called The Mindful Creative. So you can download that at lovelightsoundmusic.com slash the mindful creative. Yep. Allura has her show, the Allura show. So you can check that out on On New Jersey. Just go to onnj.com. And her music, which includes the hit eroticist available on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream. You can also hear it occasionally on the radio show ATL. We play that as well. So you can check that out here as well. I'm going to swing it over to Big Devo. Do you have something else for Allura Lovelight? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we joked about it earlier um, about you said time is it doesn't exist. It's, 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 just, it's fake. But I really would like to know what your time management process is, because as 16 just said, you have so many things going. First off, to have a whole TV show is fucking crazy. And I respect it. And I've watched I watched several episodes and it's fantastic. Um, your social media influence is is fantastic. Just the daily affirmations that you're giving, the positivity that you're giving. Um, I, I have a question about that later too. But and then also writing a book, a whole fucking book. Like yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna downplay this is a whole fucking book out here that you have written. And you're an artist, right? So you're writing songs, you're doing music, you're you're yeah. performing. How do you find time? to get these things done and also have family and spend time with your family. How do you find the time to get these things done, to get these things accomplished and also still have time for yourself mm. to practice what you preach? If that yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's such a good question. And I appreciate that. Um, it, like you said, like time management is such an interesting thing because my priority is like that spiritual piece. I wake up every day, I do a meditation. I've now started to implement yoga, which I really, really like. Um, I have a new, <laughs> I have a new show coming <laughs> because I don't have enough things to do. Um, gotcha. <laughs> so, so it's called The Conscious Creative. And um, I did an interview uh, for the first show last week and I interviewed a Harvard um, professor or not a professor, he, he has his PhD from Harvard Medical and he studies all about the spinal fluid and about how that influences us and how that influences the way that we like mm -hmm. interpret things and things like that. So to get back to your question, I, I have implemented a lot of the things I'm learning um, from, from scientists and my teachers and spiritual teachers. And I don't start the day without tapping in because I think that, we just have it backwards. Like if I can do anything with my life, the, the number one thing that's like my intention in general is to have people understand that like, it's all here, it's all here. And you have to do the work. Like I create, people ask me all the time, how do you do all that? And like, I, I really tap in that's my priority. I spend hours a day doing meditation, doing yoga, going for a walk in nature. Every single day I'll go outside. People think I'm crazy. It'll be snowing. And I'm like, I gotta go. Because that connection to the energy of nature and, and the universe. And then I create. And the creative project will take me two hours instead of 20 hours. Because I'm not thinking about that. I'm not like you would be shocked at how much time you can like, like time is your friend. You can maximize time by having these practices. It's like a hack. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do the same type of project in the same amount of time when you're tapped in, it takes you 45 minutes rather than five hours because, oh, you're distracted. Oh, you're thinking about this. Oh, I haven't taken care of this. Oh, now your mind is all over the place and it, they call it the monkey mind, right? So it's like once you kind of harness that for the day, then you can go into it's time to create. And I'll tell you that another reason that I can do so many things, which is such a blessing, is that I make, I make it my priority. Like we have time for everything and anything, but we have to prioritize it. You know, it's like, how long have we been scrolling on Instagram today? How long have we been, how many, t I'll be in front of the TV and be like, dang, this is the third show. I'm like, done. This is not doing anything. Like, I feel like you uh, talk about me and yeah. I'm going to just pump the brakes for a minute because I feel like you, you're judging me. <laughs> you know, you feel attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked. I'm trying to understand because I was sitting at my desk yesterday on Instagram for about 20 minutes and I realized I missed the deadline. That isn't my fault. That's Instagram's fault because the videos was pretty funny yesterday. So that's what I'm going to say. Also, no. I was doing research for you because I was looking at your Instagram. So it's See? technically your fault. Okay. I'll take, I'll take the version. <laughs> but but in, in, like, that's, that's an important point to make because 
there is a, I watch a lot of TV, which would shock people, but it's fascinating to me. I love how they, I love to observe, like it's learning to me. I watch a TV show and I love how they format it. Or I like, oh, okay, they're putting the audio under the B-roll and then they're clipping it into the new person. Oh, it helps me learn how to be more creative. So if you're on Instagram and you're like, this is helping me, I'm learning how to create better content, I'm learning about my guests for a show, 100% greatest use of your time, seriously. But if we're like watching cat videos and like, you know what I mean? We know when it's productive and we know when it's not productive. And something else about that that's important is like, you have to be responsible to yourself. You have to be the one to say, I don't feel bad because I've been on Instagram. I know it's research for my show. So like said person is not gonna make me feel bad for like scrolling on Instagram. That's part of my job. You know, there's a lot of like, I agree. I feel like Instagram is part of my job. I'm like, how can I impact as many people as humanly possible while I'm here? Instagram is a great one because now this video is going out to hundreds of thousands of people. I don't know. I may never talk to, but maybe they're inspired for the day. So I did my job. So to Absolutely. me, Instagram is very valuable. It's just a matter of what do you value? What do you value? And, and that's the answer to your time question. To me, I value being the most tapped in so that I can be of service to others. And I value my creativity and my art because I believe that that's the vehicle through which I can affect and help other people raise the level of awareness and consciousness and all of that. I'm glad you mentioned that being a service to others, because as I was going through your Instagram feed, um, first off, I love your Instagram feed because it's chock full of just information to make me think about me. It's a, mm. it's, it's a lot of posts to make me think about me and myself, for instance, uh, uh, one of that really spoke to me was 10 ways to say no mm, because i especially at my at my day-to-day -day, i can't say no because mm. i don't want to let anyone down that's just that's me that's my even at 16 to say i i very rarely say no to him it, it has to be a very bad scheduling conflict for me and i have a whole nother show that i do right just thank mm. you i have a whole other show that i do um <laughs> but the it, it's it I want to know your process of how do you get these, I want to call them affirmations, these nuggets of joy that you feel like this is a message that needs to go out to the public. What is it in your process? Is Are they things that you struggle with? Is it that things that you've researched? Is it things that um, you just, that you figure out just on a daily or it just comes to you that this is a message that needs to be sent to someone mm -hmm. and I'm going to put it on Instagram and let everyone see it. How do you come up with them? Because there's a lot of good things on there. Yeah. Uh, even just quick game of, you know, turning something old into something new, how mm -hmm. to get a brand deal. Th there's so much information on your Instagram feed. Yeah. How do you come up with this and, and, and as a creative and know what to put out there versus what to keep for yourself? Mm, such a good question. So I would say there's, like three major ways. One way is anytime I type a question into the internet, it's a video. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm wondering, somebody else is wondering. And I'm going to do the research to find the answer. So like if I type in a question like, how, do, how what's another way for me to say no? That's, that's one that I did. I was like, dang, all of us. Actually, sometimes it starts even deeper than that is what's a common... So like a really good way for your Instagram in general is to know the pain points of your audience. Why, what is my audience going through they're struggling with and how can I offer them a solution? Like people are on social media kind of selfishly, right? When we're scrolling, we want a video that like is interesting to us, is gonna give us an answer, is like we're thinking about how can this make me better in terms of is it gonna make me laugh? Is it gonna, is it gonna be interesting? Is it gonna, all of those things, we want content that we want to watch. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's not about like, oh, this is my dog and this is my cat. And that's cool. Cause I, if I'm like following you, then I want to know about you. But generally on posts, it's like information that's going to serve your audience. So for me, constantly thinking, what is my audience struggling with? What are the pain points? 
And you can get on Google and be like, this is my audience. What are they struggling with? And Google might give you some options that say, ooh, like, how do you say no? How, what is another way to say no? Boom, now we start to research that. And then it's like, then you put it into a very bite-sized condensed 10 ways to say no, three ways to do this, three ways to get a brand deal. I know those are all pain points of my audience, like from uh, my clients and my coaching and all of that. That's almost number one. People are very creative. They're very consistent. They have a hard time figuring out how do I get in touch with a person? How do I get a brand deal? How do I get the confidence to reach out to this brand and let alone me? That's all that my, I know that because I've talked to people, I've get emails and I pay attention to what my, what anybody asks me. So like one, one way is definitely me asking. Another way is when people ask me a question, a lot of people will ask me, how do you have the confidence to go do that? How do you put yourself out there? How do you make a TV show? How do you get a brand deal? What, like, how do you approach a brand? Like all of those things. I constantly, I have notes and notes and notes in my book. Just like, this is something somebody asked me today. It's valuable. If they want to know, somebody else wants to know. And then mm-hmm. another way is tapping in. I really, I really, like, throughout my day, I will get a sense of my inner being saying, like, something. It's It's almost an outside experience where it's like a piece, like a nugget. That the, that the universe will kind of just give to me that says people need to know or people need a meditation today or and a lot another piece of it is using um polls and engagement things on your stories so like yeah. when you're on instagram when i'm putting on something on instagram i'll i'll constantly put a poll i need a meditation i need a money meditation I don't even know where the hell to start with meditation. What do I do? And then I'll pay attention to what people click on and what people vote for. Okay, they want a money meditation. Okay, let's go find one. Let's post one. Okay, they're totally unclear about, sometimes I'll post, why do I need meditation? And people will respond with that. Okay, and then that helps me make content too. Yeah. Mm. I don't so maximize <laughs> to find out what they need. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. Good. Sixteen, what you got for them? You are now listening to the radio show. You got for them? Yes, sir. So, um, Laura. So, um, Debo had alluded alluded to it uh, as well about the um, the Alora show, which is a really good show. It's it's a like uh i guess a hybrid of your personality and everything but i want to know how did this all come about like can you take us a process on how the show came to be and how you were looking to make this show unique and entertaining at the same time like i'm just interested in the process on because i know that you you're connected while at the same time you're not afraid to you just mentioned about brandish you're not afraid to ask for what you want to go after that so can you just walk us through that process on how that came how that came about yeah, so in 2022, I was um, just interviewing, interviewing. And I think that's when we connected. I'm just like, I, my single had come out and I was just like pounding the pavement and just doing as many interviews as I could to get the single out, to get all of that kind of stuff out. Um, I was on a platform called Matchmaker, which now is a, I'm a partner with Matchmaker, which is amazing. Um, and it's an amazing platform. Are you guys on Matchmaker? Is that how we connected? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's a p- platform for podcasters and guests to kind of pair together. And somebody had uh, messaged me through Matchmaker to say, "Hey, we're starting a new network on Roku. We love your personality. Do you want a show?" <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? You're like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, if you, I mean, you're like, yeah. yeah. Like, if, you, if you're asking, <laughs> that's like, TV. you know, will you go with me? Yes, no, or maybe. Like, yeah, we, we right. can do that. Uh, yeah. Sure. So um, that happened in June of 22. And then August, it went on Roku and it was on their new network. And it was very hard work and it was exciting. And I, from like June to August was like, okay, I have a TV show. What is my TV show about? (laughs) So it was like kind of a sifting through. I knew I wanted it to be 
very much about what it takes to be an artist, to be a creative, um, to live a good life in general. And so I knew it was going to kind of go in that direction. So every episode started to have a theme of the willingness. So like the willingness to ask for things, the willingness to put yourself out there, the willingness to not take things personally, the willingness, like I'm still very strong on that. I think having the willingness to do all sorts of things, including make time for myself to tap in and all those things is the basis of what takes us this way or this way. So that was the kind of concept of the show. And then we were on air in August and I'll just share a quick story with you because it's so important about tapping in that we went on air in August and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Like I make a TV show. Here we go. So, I mean, I, w I was, me and my team, we were doing everything. I mean, writing the episode, producing it, editing it. I was hiring people. I was getting sponsors. I was the whole thing. Um, I learned so much about like, what does it take to make a show? And um, we had some audio issues in the first, like one, in a couple of the very, very beginning episodes. And so I was supposed to have a contract for like 90 days. Um, what happened is that they ended up making my contract for only 30 days because of the audio issues. Well, and it was like kind of a personal attack. Like you're a musician. How do you not know about audio list? And then, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm doing everything. And like, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm doing my best and I'm editing and I'm doing all the things. So they make the contract for 30 days instead of 90. But because I spend so much time tapping in, because I'm really like very like firm in that, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna watch. I'm just gonna see how this plays out. Well, at the end, I think it was the, episode, the last episode I was doing of the 30 days. I had a guest from New Jersey. So she's a newscaster for that station. And I had done an interview. I was like on the news and I had done it. And I was like, please be on my show. Like, you know, that'd be so great. She agreed. She came to be on the show. And during like, we had like little commercial breaks and all that. During a commercial break, she like leans over to me and she's like, what's your deal with the show? And I was like, it's my show. Like it's a distribution, but it's, it's mine. I own everything, everything like that, which artists own all your stuff that's a whole different story but so that was the situation and she said well we want it and that was new jersey television now had i signed the 90-day contract i would i wouldn't have been able to do that wow but, but because i was on 30-day contract now i was in this window to say i have the choice i can go this way or i can go this way and new jersey television was much bigger than a brand new roku network and so I ended up switching 30 days after. So that's just like so important for people in their creative process to like let it, I'm such a firm belief, like you gotta let it play out because if you are tapping in, then the universe is working things out without like you, you might not have all the pieces, but you know, in that situation, I was like, wow. And that was a very big awakening for me. Um, so we did 14 episodes for season one. Um, it was so much work, as you guys know. Producing a show is is a lot of work. People see this part, right? They don't see the emails. They don't see the back and forth. They don't see the scheduling conflicts. Um, they don't see the editing aspect of it. It's a lot of work, and you have to really love what you're doing and believe in the purpose of what you're doing. Um, so I commend you guys, because I know making these things are a lot of work man you said a word laura because you're right because it's, it's sort of like when i go outside and barbecue my family's like yo food just arrived they don't know the grill had to get clean you know you had to go yes. buy the food clean yes. it, it, it just show up on their plate and that's the same the thing food. with these shows yeah. yes yep. you see exactly. the finished product but you, you don't, yes, yes. because you see the finished product but you don't know that this one show took four days to edit and like you said, scheduling conflicts. So you you was really speaking a word on that one. So I'm look how things work out. You know, you thought, you know, yeah, it might have been a personal attack, but that personal attack led to something even bigger. So that's the other people's loss for being for being petty because things happen, you know, things happen. And it happened for you in a more positive way on that one. So 
I wanted to switch up gears for a second. With this being a, a hip hop show that's based around music, we got to ask you something about the music, Alora. I mean, you are an Ooh, artist with yeah. that one. So let me, okay, so since the last time we had spoke about that, um, have you noticed any change in the way you approach the music side of things? Like, do you feel more confident and comfortable? I mean, you're already confident in yourself. You're already comfortable in your skin as far as making your music. But mm -hmm. um, what's, what, what is it like? Is the writing and studio experience different for you now? Do you feel like you're at a different level with that creation when it comes to your music from where we yeah. spoke uh, like a year and a half ago? Yes, 1,000%. Um, of course. I like music. Music is such a, like, in integral part of who I am um, that it's like I it, of course me changing means music changes right because it's like so much of of who I feel like okay that's what the spirit is coming through music right um, and I would say the biggest change for me musically is like the most powerful thing you could do as an artist is just stop caring what people think mm -hmm. and th that has been the biggest um shift for me as an artist overall as well as my writing so i um i guess we're gonna say it on this show because we're gonna put it out there i have written an album it will be coming out this year Wait, is this exclusive shit? This there is, you go. Exclusive exclusive, in this bit. Let's fucking go. Um, <laughs> Let's fucking go. Exclusive. Let's I go. love yes. it. Yes. yes. And so that will start with a remix of Erodicy, um, which you guys will be the first to have. And um, and then there's quite a quite a bit of music. So like 2023 for me, like everything kind of fell apart for me in the best way ever. And the universe was just like, you're not focused on creating enough. So we're just going to take everything away from you. So you sit your ass down and you do what you're supposed to do. And that's where, I mean, like, this is going to sound crazy, but it's true. Last year I wrote um, the mindful creative. I have two workbooks, two digital workbooks out, one for kids, one for adults. I wrote a whole album. Um, I wrote a children's book. Like just pff, everything came through. Oh, and do a TV show on the and side. That's, that's not fucking yeah. Which we, that's 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 like her level. that's like her part time job. Yeah, her part time job is doing a TV show. My part time job is a damn gas station, and you out here making TV shows. That's fucking <laughs> crazy. And and then we talk about time management. Like I, you're an amazing person because I can't even imagine. I, I get flustered when I have to do two things at work. So yeah. like, I can't even imagine creating an entire album because we've talked to plenty of artists and we know how much work that is. So much work. And then write a book. But and then have two, two, two workbooks out. And then have a TV show. <laughs> That's just crazy. But when it comes from a purposeful place, like it doesn't feel like... Even my boyfriend yesterday, he was like, when did you make that? <laughs> I was like, like so many, like so many people in my personal close life, like even, but I just feel so like, it's so powerfully important to me that I have this kind of like gaslight indicator. That's like, why are we putting, why are we putting time and energy into this? It goes off all the time. If I'm doing something that I'm like, I'd rather be creating. I'd rather be, you know, and I, and I, I will say I definitely have the personality to like be, I love to be by myself. <laughs> like it, give me a glass of wine and like the bathtub and like a journal. I'm like gone for three hours. Like I just love to create. I love to create. And so honestly, like even writing an album has just it was nothing i tried to do the book i did not try to write a book if you had asked me i wrote the i'll be honest with you i wrote the book in two days i mean i create i mean it's crazy it's crazy because it's not me it is not me a laura lovelight like person woman artist 
it is the universe coming through me. I swear to you, like, I don't like to take credit for it because it sounds outrageous. <laughs> it sounds crazy. But so like this universe that we exist in is full of limitless possibilities, right? Like we could, a million things could happen today, right? For all of us, totally separately. And every turn, every stoplight, had I gone through that stoplight instead of stopping, my life would be different. Had I slammed on my brakes instead of slowing down for the stoplight, everything after is different. So when we're tapped in, now we're receiving, like all the time a practice that I have is what would be the most fun, best, amazing results of the next chapter, of the next event that's happening right now. I'm about to go to this event and whatever. It doesn't always happen, but like, why would I not tap in and pull, this would be really cool. And then this would be cool. And then, those things start to happen. And so it's like the flow of energy, the flow of ideas, the flow of creativity just starts to go like this faster and faster. And the more you tap in, the more there's not like, it's not sludge anymore. It's this river of flowing current. Um, and that goes back to dealing with pulling out all of those negative things we're I mean, every day, right? We're inundated, especially with the internet, with constant information, energy that's mixed, that's negative. This person's going through this, this person's going through that. Um, so yeah, like in terms of music, it's been so much fun. Like I just am at a place because the industry tells you, especially as a woman, the industry, and I think we talked about this kind of last time, the industry tells you, this is what will work. This is what won't work. This is who you are. This is the lane you should be. This is the type of artist we're going to sell you as because X, Y, Z and blah, 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 blah. And like going through this spiritual experience over the last year just has made me be like, fuck that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm done with, like, I don't want to, I don't want to try to fit into well this this type of artist will sell i don't want to be a type of artist that will sell i want to be an artist that connects to people that people feel impacted by and like that really opened me up to say okay yes i'm an artist okay yes i'm a musician i you know i'm born and bred as a as a musician my mom played the piano when she was pregnant with me Ooh, i came out playing the piano like i played the piano <laughs> since i was three I, I've sang since I was four, you know, I used to make my family sit down in the living room, like, we're going to have a concert. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to sing. And like, I went to school for music, I studied composition, you know, writing a whole orchestra and everything. Like, that is such a piece of who I am, that I feel like, and it, I love that you asked that, because just really right now in this conversation, I'm feeling like the biggest answer to your question is I feel like I'm coming back to who I really am as an artist. I don't okay. feel like it's much of a, it's double, right? It's like a level up, but it's also just tearing down all these things I've been told in the industry as a woman, and you're gonna get too old, and you gotta look like this, and you gotta wear this, and you gotta sing about this. And um the album that i wrote is just like full of women's empowerment and just like feeling like yeah like i'm a bad bitch and that's the way it's gonna be and like that doesn't mean anything except loving yourself like there is no picture of what being confident or self-empowerment or that type of woman looks like this no it looks like being true to yourself it looks like being honest in your music, even though people might not like it. Oh, you might lose some fans. Man, fuck that shit. <laughs> like, fuck that shit. I love it. <laughs> I just like, ah, if I could say anything for an artist to like get from this, just be true to yourself. Stop worrying about how many downloads, how many people, how many this. You're not here for that. You're here to be the greatest expression of yourself. Like mm. if you 
Rick Rubin came out with a book today or not today, this year, right? He just came out with a book and he's totally on this, what we're talking about, spirituality and creativity. Um, and he, he was in an interview and somebody said, do you consider the audience, you know, when he was like, never, never. Mm. The people who connect to it are the people who are on the vibration that they're going to get something out of it. They're going to connect to it. And that's his intention with it. So, so naturally people are going to get something out of it because that's his intention. Aside from that, he's like, I don't care about that. Do they like it? Do they not like it? Is it a flop? Is it a success? What are those? Like, like, you know, it's do what is true to your creative self and then do it again and then do it again. Like, I think that's why I've had such a creative flow because I'm not attached to the book doing what it's supposed Oh, the book has to do this or the album has to do this. And that's where I was. That's the space I was in before the spiritual awakening of like, and it just, it was like a pressure cooker on me because I felt like, if I don't do this and I don't look like this and I don't get to this level by this age, then this is, and it just made me crazy. And then I was like, oh, actually, I'm just going to do whatever feels like it comes from the universe and I'm just going to create that and it's going to be super cool and fun. And if people connect to it, that's the icing on the cake. It's not the like, you know, it's not the meat and potatoes that people like it or people like you. It's supposed to be an expression of ourselves. Mm. No, that's good. That's good. You said something on that one, Lauren, too, and then alluding to the yeah, fact absolutely. that, um, yeah, like not worrying about what other people are saying, saying I'm I'm out here to connect with the people that vibe with it. So if you don't, I'm keeping going. You could just move on and, and not worry about what I got going on because there's somebody out there. That's right. Go yeah. find someone else. You know? No, that's the, that's the, that's one of the secret right there. That's that's really good stuff right there. So the person who's dropping all these gems that you're looking at right there, that is the Laura Love Light. We could talk about all the hats that she's wearing. I'd be here naming them, you know, until the summertime. But um, she's got the book out, The Mindful Creative. You can download that over at lovelightsoundmusic.com slash The Mindful Creative. She's got her show, The Allura Show, which you can check out on All New Jersey. Just go to onnj.com and her music. Search her out. You got the single Eroticist. So that's on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, you can find it. Just search for Allura Lovelight. Debo, I had like one or two more for Laura before we get into our game, but I'm going to swing it back to you. No, I actually want to know about the new album. Do we have a name for it? Do we got a release date? Can we get some? Listen, I'm going to keep asking for it. What, what's the, give me some more. I need some deets. Come on. What, what are deets? I, um, I'll tell you that like that is the, like me sharing that with you is the universe saying it's coming. Mm. I haven't even been to that place yet. I, I've written mm. it. It's all there. Um, but I've been in such a like, I haven't really done very many interviews. Like I haven't done an interview in in months. I've been interviewing other people, right? Like for the show, and I've yeah. been on the other side of it. Right. Um, but yeah. It's but you also know that like, this show was a safe space for you too, Alora. You know, yes. as well. And I feel that, which makes me say, let's share it. Um, but the new album, it doesn't have a title yet. Um, it would the the uh, concept the intention of the album is just very much women's empowerment not just women but like empowerment in general everything we're talking about is what the music is about it's very much of like a smoother r&b um sexy like I, i'm trying to like find the words to uh describe it to you it, it's very much very much empowerment and very much i'll tell you one of the titles of the song is called i got me um mm. it's probably one of my favorites mm. i can't it's wait um, I got him. Yes. yeah yeah so like definitely um songs like with the intention for people to sing along to and feel like it's cool because i got me stuff like that Oh, music video is gonna go crazy because I was oh, looking yeah. at your last music video. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of which, on your Instagram feed, how to save money when creating your music videos. Yeah. Incredible. Just, everything just just ties in perfectly. Oh, so I, I I am super excited. You got to come back because we oh, wow. definitely got to chop it up about the album. I, know. I don't have anything else because sixty. She's been dropping like <laughs> bars all day, so I don't have anything else. What you got for? This is the Laura that we've come to know around this show. That's why we're affiliated because of that vibe right there. So affiliated, um, exactly. That's right, affiliated. That's the word. 
affiliation. That's right. So, so Laura, so, okay. I know this is not a bottom line question because, you know, I, we're going to be speaking again over and over again. You're somebody who's going to, you know, keep having conversation with us. But for, for today, while we're talking, what do you want the lasting legacy um, for the work that you're doing on this journey that you're on? And that encompasses all of it. We're not just focusing on the music, but just a Laura Lovelight as a person. What do you want that stamp of when someone says your name or your mention for today? Because, again, your journey is ongoing. But for right now, mm. what do you want that to be? Mm, I love that. And I was thinking about that before we, we got on and like, what is the intention? And I, I think that for me, like an overarching theme is I want people to... Somebody sent me an email yesterday. I had a call with a client and they said, I had this weird sense of hope all day after we talked. And I thought, Ooh, good. Like that's the intention. I want people to see a piece of themselves in me um, that they connect to. Cause we're all connected. Right. It's like, this is my physical. That is your physical, but the essence of us is all intertwined. And so I think always just content or music or TV um, or book or anything is just feeling that piece of themselves, of that inner peace and that inner stillness and that inner um, guidance and really offering people a, like just space, like the universe yep. exists because of space, right? Atoms exist because of space. like everything is space our body is created with all this space we think it's so solid um and i think that those creative ideas that love that connection it comes in the space and so i think um offering people like practical applications that they can apply to their life to find more of themselves yeah. it's good yeah yeah, I can see why you wrote a book, Laura, because everything you're saying is like poetry. Absolutely. It's like poetry right now, you know? That's, that's what it is, you know? Because that's the way to describe it. You know, what you're speaking about with that is, is I would say, is, is poetry. And mm -hmm. we got into, you know, the depth of where you're trying to get to with that and where you're headed. And, you know, per speaking personally, I'm sure Debo will agree in speaking to you that you're going to make it happen. You're going to find a way mm -hmm. to make whatever you're doing work just because of who you are. And mm -hmm. we've, we've talked about this spiritual journey and we've talked about all that stuff, but you know us, we got to get into some shenanigans now. We've done a, we've done all the serious <laughs> okay. stuff. We got to get into some I'm shenanigans here for now. It. I'm here all for right. the shenanigans too. All right. So last time you were here, we did Don't At Me. We're going to switch it up and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to borrow from my little brother from uh, when we're doing show. We do a segment every week called One Gotta Go. So okay. with his permission or without his permission, I'm still in his segment this week. So, okay. you know, well, Don't you At Me on that. Cause see this, so no, 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 no. Because this segment starts fights specifically between me and sixteen. So why are you gonna do this? Why are you gonna be ghetto in front of the guests? What we, what we doing? What we doing? Well, that's what you know. <laughs> listen, look, Alora knew what this. Look, Alora know what this is. She knew okay. what this was. She knew what you were trying to know. There okay. we go. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna borrow from my brother here. His one gotta go segment. So the one, that the what we're gonna focus on with one of these that has to go here is we're focused on movie snacks today. All right. So snacks at the movies. All right. So we got four choices here, and one of those got to go. All right. So we got nachos, popcorn, candy, and then we have a section that fits in the hot food. So it's like a hot dog or a pretzel or pizza. One of those has got to go. So Laura, you go into the movies. Which one of these is just it's got to go? Um, okay, definitely keeping the candy, definitely keeping the popcorn, and then it's what nachos or hot dog, yeah, or, or whatever hot food it could be pizza, it could be uh press or whatever fits in that hot, like hot category. Yep, mm -hmm. I feel like the nachos can go that cheese kind really? of really grosses me out. Oh, really? is it, is it the, is it the cheese immediately? <laughs> it's the cheese, is it the, is it the cheese? That's what it is. I'm like you a cheese, I'm like a cheese lover. So like the whole fake just messing with that. If you put real cheese on it, then we might talk. You heard so like my feelings. The, the pump cheese? Yeah, we go. talk about the pump, you know, or, or the kind that comes in the cup. You, you know the kind that you know the questionable kind of lore where it's like, you know, this is probably gonna kill me, but it tastes so good. It's I, cheese. Yeah. Tasting chemicals, but it's the best chemicals you're gonna eat, man. Yeah, it's got all the preservatives, 
Yes. Sorry, the nacho cheese. Although, Although, on a day like I've had a drink or two, the nacho cheese might be still in there. It'd be hidden. Yes. It'd be hidden. Yeah. Uh, and de depending on how good or bad the movie is, you may need that stimulation. True. So true. there you go. So Debo, all right. So Laura has kicked out the nachos. So what is your choice? All right. So you got the hot, the hot, you know, portion, you know, the, the pretzel, all that stuff, candy, popcorn, or nachos. Which one of them got to go? So nachos are my favorite. That's actually my go-to when I go to the movies. I get I get the nachos, then I get an extra cup of cheese, and then I get the jalapenos in the side cup, and I make me a little nacho. You know what I'm saying? I do my little thing. Um, I, I'm a big fan. I, I like candy. I wasn't a big candy eater when I was a kid, but being older now, it's like I give me a nacho, get a salty and spicy, mm -hmm. and then I give me some sweet. You know what I'm saying? So it's like balances. I give me a big fountain drink with all the stuff in it, but then. I'm gonna just be honest with you, popcorn get the fuck up out of here. And I know that's controversial. Wow. Because Mute yourself. <laughs> Mute yourself. <laughs> I, listen, I already know it's controversial. I know. My son loves popcorn, right? But I'm gonna tell you. Because Mason is a first smart off, guy. He's smart. First off, it's it's difficult to get the right butter ratio on popcorn if you got somebody that's serving you that don't give a fuck about your shit, yes. right? You ask for extra butter and all they do is squirt it on the top. Right. They, you said, give me extra butter. And they squirt that shit on the top and then the butter ain't nothing at the bottom. So they eating dry ass popcorn. Don't like it. Second off, those kernels get stuck in my teeth all the fucking time. And I don't know if you've been in a movie and got a kernel stuck in your teeth and you ain't got no toothpick to get it out. It will fuck up your movie going experience. So for me personally, popcorn can get the fuck up out of here. And, and it was close because I don't ever get like a hot thing, like a piece of pizza or like wings. Like you know how some of these new movie theaters got like wings yeah. and shit that you can get? It's kind of crazy. But my baby mama loves hot pretzels. And she loves that Fake ass cheese that they give you with the nachos to dip her pretzel in. So I so with respect to her, I'm not gonna get rid of that. But popcorn get the fuck up out of here, bro. That shit is just too bothersome. I know it's the movie you, thing, but it's too bothersome. It's too much. It's too many variables that can fuck up and go wrong. At the bottom of your screen, there's a mute button. I'd like you to utilize it, Debo, because that is insane. Okay. Mute yourself. Good God. Mute yourself. I, I, I can't I believe feel like you only only get popcorn when you go to the movie. Like I don't eat popcorn regularly, but like if you go to the movies, you have to get popcorn. My son gets the we get the smart food, which is like the cheddar white cheddar popcorn. That's like a staple in my house. He eats that nonstop. So like I see it enough, but smart popcorn. Is, I mean, I get it. That's the thing. I'm not gonna eat no popcorn. That that shit. I hate getting kernels stuck in my teeth. It is annoying. I can appreciate the ratio, the butter ratio thing. I, I'm like big on ratios, so it's 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 terrible. It's they either you either you get somebody that's really good and like they got it nice and like you know coated all throughout. So as you eating and you digging in the bag, it's good. But then most of the time, you got somebody who's making like ten bucks an hour and they don't give a shit and they just squirt it on the top and they just like go. And now you got to sit there in the theater and mix it in. I'm not doing that. My disappointment knows no bounds right now. So sorry, you can obviously guess on this one which one is staying for me. So definitely popcorn ain't going nowhere. I, I intentionally got the um the AMC subs uh membership because you get free refills on the popcorn because I'm getting the big huge tub all the time. <laughs> so out of all these choices, the one that has to go is it was a simple choice for me. It's the hot whatever. I don't I don't even like pretzels at all. Like I don't eat pretzels. I don't need yeah. no pizza from there. Yeah, I don't need a hot dog from there. I'm good. I'm good on that stuff. You know, you go to lunch later and, and get stuff like that. Um, candy is staying because Twizzlers is a staple with, when it comes to movies. You know, Twizzlers or this is gummy one bears. of the problem. You eat Twizzlers? Who the fuck eat Twizzlers? Yes, I eat Twizzlers. What? What's wrong with you? And then Alora making a face like she ate a lemon just now because I said Twizzlers. Ain't nothing but plastic. What's wrong with that? It, Twizzlers are what? fucking plastic, nigga. That is not Twizzlers plastic. are fucking crazy. But it's a salty sweet combination. You need a chocolate. It ain't sweet, thank you. You get a chocolate, get a Snickers. You can even get like oh, uh, Skittles, M and M's. Yeah. I know people that put like for you to keep popcorn. I know people that do the uh, what's the chocolate caramels called? Uh, what, chocolate what, some caramels. Use, some use Whoppers or Rolo uh, sometimes. Rolo. They put them yep. in the in the popcorn and it melts it and it makes like a salty sweet chocolatey popcorn Ooh, thing. I would like that. 
It sounds good. I mean, I ain't tried it because I ain't eat no popcorn. But I'm feeling, I can understand I'm feeling candy things right now. Yes, I eat Twizzlers. I'm feeling candy shamed right now. You still get rid of no, popcorn. Be, no one in America eats Twizzlers. You the only person keeping Twizzlers in the I'm in, keeping them alive. The I'm the only person keeping them alive. Not to the movie. That's great. Uh, on a boat, on, a, on like the summer day on the beach, I'll eat a Twizzler. But not in the movie. I eat them at the movies. All right. I feel judged. But no. Definitely the hot stuff has to go. Popcorn is definitely staying. Nachos are definitely staying because you got to have that questionable cheese because it ain't good if it ain't questionable when it comes to that cheese for whatever reason. So that's the one I'm sticking to. I didn't know we was going to do, you know, we got candy shame. Devo picked popcorn. We all pick something different. It's usually rare. Some people be on the same side, but they don't. But, you know, it's a debate. You know, you may change your mind. We may ask this question again at one point. You may change your mind. We all movies together. There's enough for all of us. Absolutely. This is true. That's true. <laughs> and I'll have to worry yeah, about Devo reaching to ask for my I'll, I'll have to ask worry about Devo asking for popcorn because he don't want none. And well, Laura ain't gonna ask for no Twizzlers because she only okay. eating them on the beach. So it's all good. All yeah. right, well. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. So I would get rid of New Year's, and I'll tell you why. Um, because listen, there is no new me. I'm in my mid thirties. This is it. This is it. It's all you got. That's it. I am who I am. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. We knew the shenanigans was going to creep in with that. So that was, uh, my brother's one got to go segment that I stole from him and he's not around. Appreciate you easy, but I had to steal your segment, but. We had a lot of I fun playing that with a lot of Twizzlers. They yeah. my Twizzlers. Yes, I eat Twizzlers. Our group chat bro. is about to be uh, group chat about to be buzzing off of that now. I'm not the only one that eat them. We gonna see. But um, Alora, right. um, just this was so like it was informational. It was inspirational. This interview with you was everything that you are, which is someone who is full of knowledge. Um, you're someone who does not look down on people. You look them eye to eye as far as we're, we're equals, unless, you know, of course they decide they want to eat Twizzlers at the movies, then it might look a little questionable to you, but otherwise, (laughs) (laughs) but, but otherwise you're just this, this, this real person that it comes out and it shows, it comes out through your music and I could say, you know, in the interviews you do is you can see it in your interviews. It's fantastic. We're just happy that, you know, you're a friend of the show and a friend outside of the show, someone that, you know, um, we look forward to seeing continue to grow and make these moves. So, um, of course, you know, the door is wide open for you to come back whenever, you know, you got the bat phone. When every time you're ready, just make the call. We're ready. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I like always love kind of chatting with you guys and getting, you know, I like that your show is such a like a nice combination. It's fun, but it's also um, like real that people like things people need to that. That's what makes a great show, you know? And so I think you guys are doing an amazing job and I appreciate being here, being with your audience. We appreciate you. We appreciate you for sure. So you guys out there, make sure and show Alora some love for sure. Um, And like I said, we look forward to further conversation in the future as well. And that new album. I can't wait. Okay, I I'm excited. I don't know what I'm I'm excited for this shit. Yes, me too. Yes, coming soon. You are now listening to the radio show. Fair. I haven't listened to a single Beyonce album front to back. There you go. And that's my point. I, I that, hear it on the radio. I hear it on the radio. I'm not listening to Beyonce's fucking album cuts and trying to determine if that bitch is good. Because it ain't. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Debo, we're back here on the Aftermath. We just got done talking to Alora Lovelight. Now, usually I ask, well, how do you feel about the interview, interview and what did you get from it? But it's like, we'd be do- here for another hour talking about what we got from it. But what's one thing that you took away from that? She is, everything she does is based in her spiritual spirituality and um, as she calls it, tapping in. So I love that about her. She's a very pleasant soul. And not only that, she's super educated, super, super smart. And just all of this is self-taught. So um, 
she's taught me a lot just even off our offline conversations she's taught me a lot and so i'm super excited about seeing where she go also what else i got from it we got the exclusive bro she's got a new album coming out and y'all this is the first time anybody heard about this shit. we get the exclusives right. right here bro this is what That's we right. do you feel this me? what we do that's right. We even getting a new single before everybody. So when that drop, you're gonna be the first to hear right here on the radio show ATL because we deliver. We the home. I said we the friend of the artist. That's what we do around this place. All right. So if you want more information about Laura, it is right there on the screen for you. She got the book, the ebook. It's free. You ain't even got the the ebook is free. Okay, free. All right. Game. Download. What it is. All right. Free game. The Mindful Creative. You can download it. Love, light, soundmusic.com slash the Mindful Creative. All right. Her show, The Allure Show, which you can check out on On New Jersey. Just go to onnj.com and you can watch all the episodes from season one of The Allure Show. Her music, which is streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, wherever you get music, including the hit single, Erodicy, which we do play here on the radio show, ATL. Stream that, show us some love, a like, follow, a listen, YouTube all of that. Channel, kind of, right? All of that. All of that. YouTube channel, all of that. Right check there out on the our screen, TikTok, right? Check out our Instagram. You really gonna look bigger Instagram page because if you are feeling down or if you're like questioning yourself, she's gonna have a post one or somewhere on there that's gonna give you what you need. So check out her Instagram feed. I promise you it's it's worth your time. Devo is correct on that. So make sure and follow. Like I said, all of it counts. All of the support makes a difference. All right. Speaking of supporting and making a difference, Devo, my black friend podcast, make sure and show him and Danny some love. All right. Danny needs some help right now. He needs some love because the Dallas Cowboys let him down. But that's all right. All right. Because the show is here to make you feel good. All right. Head over to radiocircus.net to check out over 300 episodes of content from my black friend. Show him some love. For sure. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Oh God! I'm just saying. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying it, but hey, in the last 28 years, your team made what three NFC Championship games? My made three. Carolina made three. Tampa Bay. Yep. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just putting that out there. But anyway, that's a story for another day. All right. And then lastly, for the radio show ATL, if you want to be a guest. On the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. So again, much love and thank you to Laura Love Life for being a great guest. Thanks for Debo for stopping by. And thank you, the listeners and watchers of the radio show ATL that's keeping our ass in the top 200 in Apple Podcasts in the music commentary category. We appreciate that shit, all right? So we're going to keep Absolutely. dropping this heat, all right? And we're going to catch y'all next time. Thanks. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's the Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe.